This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. The opinions expressed on this show and in this podcast are those of the host and guests. They do not represent the opinion of Free FM. We encourage listeners to evaluate issues for themselves from a range of credible sources. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Everything gonna be alright this morning. Koto Katoa. This is Jenny Pobanuka from From the Fringes, a show about alternative provocative views, and these are our own opinions. The long-awaited Families for Justice New Zealand Human Rights Awards will be broadcast today right on this show. So without further ado, I give you New Zealand Human Rights Awards Families for Justice. <laughs> Hi everybody, would everybody like to be seated? I'd like to welcome everyone here um, to the Families for Justice Annual Award. This is for 2021 and it's Human Rights Awards. We'd like to thank our sponsors, all the survivors and all the participants and everyone that's really put their hearts on the line um, to make this Royal Commission and everything associated with it is success. And um, Families for Justice have been supporting people with human rights issues for about four to five years now. Um, and so we have a couple of awards. Um, the first one is the Human Rights Champion Royal Commission Abuse in State and Faith-Based Care for 2021. There's a number of people who haven't been able to be here um, Someone lives in Melbourne. But the, the, the awards go to Grant West, Richard Jeffries, Dr. Murray Heasley, Kenneth Clearwater, Liz Tonks, Keith Whiffin, and Daryl Smith. So I'd just like to call up those that are here. Um, can, oh, Daryl, would you like to come first? Sorry. I just got this. So, yes, thank you enormously from the public and from everyone here and from Families for Justice. I'd like to thank you for this award and I will keep on being a champion against child abuse and, and for the rights of a child. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. And the next one is for Ken Clearwater and I don't think there's anyone in New Zealand who doesn't know Ken. Uh, thank you thank, so much. Thank you very much. And yeah. I hope you will accept this on behalf of everyone. Oh, this is a dodgy looking lot on there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. there's a good good bunch of people and I'm more than honoured to take it on behalf and I, I spoke to Grant and so, um, yeah, so it's, yeah. A, it's, a, it's a privilege and, and also thank you very much. Thank you. Um, the next certificates out to the others who um, weren't able to be here. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks everybody and, and thanks for all the work you guys do as well. Yeah, you've done huh? the work and make sure child abuse ends. In that country, you don't want any more of it. 
got from Families for Justice is the Lake Alice Survivors Champions Award 2021 and it's to Paul Zenfield, Malcolm Richards and Leonie um, McEnroe and Paul has been asked to um, accept this award today because he's present and I would just like to say that um, thank you Paul and the others for this courage for standing up, standing up and speaking out, sharing their story, for their persistence. Because through telling your story, you you make everyone aware of what actually happened. And that's what we really need to do in New Zealand. We need to have more people stand up and speak up and tell their stories. So thank you for having the courage to do that. And it also enables the people to realise that they are not alone and um, and that maybe they they will, could stand up and speak too. So thank you very much. And Paul, could you please come and accept the support? Thank you very much everybody, um, you took the words away out of my mouth, um, I've been doing it for a long time and that was my goal, and yep, look at us, 47 years later, okay. and thank you for everyone involved, you know who you are, and just as, as your main supporters, we'd just like to thank CCHR for everything they do, that that as a team without yeah yeah and so and just the resilience and that word persistence and that's what it takes um because it, bringing it out into the light and giving people hope and giving people yeah, hope so yes. we just think thank all of you for being involved and what you do. Thank you, thank you for supporting us. Okay. Much appreciated. Okay, thank you. So I'm off camera now? Yes. <laughs> so guys, that was the Families for Justice New Zealand Human Rights Award. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I... So yeah, that was uh, New Zealand's Human Rights Awards from Families for Justice. A big thank you to CCHR. Uh, a big thank you to Child Advocacy New Zealand. Uh, our trust, the New Zealand Suicide Prevention Trust. And of course, United Families for Justice. Uh, we're hoping to branch out into the community. United Families for Justice and the NZSPT. And get a lot of support to parents who need it, who are going through a really hard time at the moment due to COVID-19 um, and a social welfare system that's always up in the air and Oranga Tamariki. I'm a man! Okay, right. So um, that was interesting wow. reading about human rights. And so you had a few questions there. Yeah. Um, so 
the Royal Commission was very hard to find. Yep, yep. And something that we were pandering on this morning, Mr. Galen, was why is the Royal Commission anonymous? Well, what have they got to hide? Because when we're looking at a situation right now with uh, Article 7, scientific and medical experiments require free and informed consent, um, Article 9 prevents you from quarantine if you are asymptomatic because asymptomatic transmission is a medical myth. Mm. So it is not scientific at all. And what's got going on in Canada Justin Trudeau is going to prison as Jacinda probably for life and there are a lot of others who are in deep trouble, cabinet ministers. So they've basically got genocide going on in Canada. Now what I'm trying to say say about the Royal Commission what I'm trying to say there are no human rights left. Uh, I I beg to differ. And of course when you talk about the International United Nations bill for civil and political rights i think our bill is just you know what i mean it's not for real i think the new zealand government does take advantage of the kiwi people's modesty and kindness yeah and i think they have done that for a few decades now yeah and i do believe anyone that i've seen go through elections in new zealand and vote uh, a lot of them have come back to me and said that they were disappointed in the type of leaders that were put at yeah. centre stage. I think it's incorrect to assume that human rights as a whole in New Zealand uh, are denied. Yeah, what I'm so. trying to say is that we've got the Rates Association who want to form their own council structure. As councilee declares anyone's property uh, can become significant natural areas changing land titles from fee simple to allodial they're going to cut down 800 trees and so um the uh, rates association they want to set up their own council authority mm-hmm. so what's going on in the nation when we have all these protests going on think, down in wellington and they are pro-choice think about they're the against the mandates amount of numbers where of is the, the human rights bill that are actually in the rates association think about the amount of people that actually own homes now yeah and, partic- and actively participate in the rates association yeah so when i went to the rates association i found that uh the demograph was uh old older than me uh and I think that it's really important to emphasise that before the Rates Association can get more people, we need more people buying houses. But how are we going to do this in our government structure? Well, there's no affordable homes, the rents are too high, the, the economy's been totally destroyed uh, by, by Jacinda currently with Omicron because what I'm saying is 2,500 cases of Omicron got about 1,300 cases of COVID, only two have died and 100 in ICU. So what, the, what did they die of? Preconditions? If I go, <coughs> that doesn't mean to say I've got COVID. What on earth is COVID? Could you clarify that? Uh, so COVID is a virus uh, which has many strains or mutations. Yep. And there is a new sub-mutation of the Omicron virus and. I think it's labelled BA2, yep. so it's Omicron 2.0. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, congrats, society. Now, <laughs> reading this based on the United Nations Bill of Rights, that means that a restaurant who has not been checking VAX passports and a member of the public who calls a snitch line and informs on a friendly neighbourhood restaurant, this is an indictable offence as they are counselling in relation to an offence under Clause 4, they are helping someone also commit a crime against humanity. It's an indictable offence if you knock on someone. This is what they're saying in forcing people to use vaccine passes for something that's asymptomatic. Do you know what I mean? What is the real I think issue here? What, I think if what is the real disease, COVID? Science is just... A method of testing. Yeah, I don't and know. I I'm think, just asking, where's the human rights bill in New Zealand? If you don't believe in a proven, very physical method of testing, I think it can come off to most people as slightly ignorant. Yeah. So no, uh, uh, we want to be enlightened. We want the evidence. We want TV 1, I've 2 and seen, 3 to be totally honest. I've huh? seen autopsies, Jack. Yeah. Uh, And also, as I say, a loved one of mine contracted COVID-19 overseas. It's important to understand that all of this is proven. Yeah, but (laughs) currently we've got um, David Seymour, ACT Party, wants to negotiate and listen to the anti-mandate protesters. 59% of retailers won't survive the year with little foot traffic, okay? Masks are a tool for control, um, producing fear. You know, and this is what they're saying. I mean, you and me went on, out on Saturday, didn't we? The anti-mandate protest. How did you find that? You wanted to go to the uh, toilet one part. I, but I, I really believe we need to stand up for our children. Yeah. I do. And enough is that enough. Voices for freedom. We don't want to be collateral damage, says Rebecca, the councillor down there. Police need to gain control. This, you know, a couple of the councillors in Wellington, I mean, they've got three or four homes, haven't they? And they don't care about the mandates. They only care about their houses and money because there's segregation going on in society. These people, there's about 180,000 of them, you know, about Mm. 10% of the population who are anti-mandate. But... It's the ones who've been vaxxed that are joining. It's Christians that are joining. There was a in this comment march. on Facebook uh, from one of the Freedom Rights Coalitions themselves, oh, yep. a, a participant, sorry. And they explained that they feel that the human rights of New Zealanders are going, but he yep. believes that the objective of the Freedom Rights Coalition is not about that. It's more about just power and ego. Now, you've asked a good question. It's a claim. Why are, is the Commissioner of Human Rights invisible and why was it very hard to find? Uh, now, the, the I recognise... Yes, yeah. I recognise the Certificate of Pre- Appreciation Human Rights Champions and Defenders, Royal Commission into Abuse into State and Faith-Based Care. But I mentioned uh, Pope Benedict last week and they still want to have the Code of Silence with 217,000 state or is it um, faith-based abuse cases in the last 40 years in, in France, 100,000 here. So yeah. are they really being honest about that or is this the piecemeal, you know, we're making up for what's happened, it doesn't matter anymore, when they should be saying we are deeply sorry, they should be recompensing them, they just want to give them $1,000 each. Yeah. 
when yeah. they should be giving them 10,000 plus well, actually, trauma recovery counselling. I believe that you know? the Lake Alice trial, I think they still have not been awarded $1 million yeah. from the Crown, which they should be. Yeah. Now, apparently there's been frontline uh, police officers injured in the clash and apparently some guy drove into them with a car. They've been sprayed with acid, but now they've put... The police are there with riot shields and they're putting barricades up so mm-hmm. people can't get in and out. So the police are a bit wary about going in and shutting them down because you could have a violent situation similar to the apartheid. You remember? That happened many years Every ago. Every time someone quotes apartheid, yep. I just think you cannot, you cannot. Yeah. Oh, it's it's horrific what the African people were were put through, the native African. I mean, all where you went from, Jacinda, is can you put an end to the mandates? The Governor-General and New Zealand police are in breach of their own oath. The citizens don't trust the state anymore. Turiana Turia actually says the government is bullying protesters. Mm-hmm. Police and protesters faced off as trucks and forklift drivers put up concrete barricades in the yeah. street. Yeah. Mayor says, we want our street back. Do those mayors and councillors, do they represent people anymore? Are they only interested in their money and power? They're on $200,000 a year. And I would say the same with the Hamilton City Council, the qu- with the three warders. This, this is, is the, the question. question. Yep. Have they ever... Really listen to have people? Have they ever? As in, in have we ever had our own constitution here in, in Hamilton, guarding the rights of people? Now you've got ratepayers, elderly people who don't want to pay attention to the local council anymore because they want their own council of elders Uh because their land is being stolen. And peacocks with the bird sanctuary, they want to just march in there, take 800 trees down and bulldoze their road through there when that's supposed to be a park that's protecting environment. You know, isn't this a big contradiction? So did you have any more questions there from uh, the human rights? Oh, well, um... I, yeah, I was just so surprised that the Royal Commission of Inquiry was hard to find. Yeah. Um, and uh, working with United Families for Justice, a human rights organisation, I still find myself having to Google what certain things are, embarrassingly yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, so I, I had to Google and do a lot of research around Royal Commissions uh, across the globe. I mean, you played a part in it, and that was wonderful. Another lady handed out the cups. And I heard you say, you know, we represent New Zealand Suicide Prevention Trust, families for justice and mothers and fathers who can't get access to their children. And I felt that was very good. We had a lot of people there who uh, support the United Nations uh, and researchers. And it was so great to see people from public trusts be awarded for helping the people directly. That was really nice. But what I don't understand, Jenny, is this. You've got one set of rules of the United Nations, Uh civil and political rights. And that becomes evident when you're talking about the right to free choice and the right for medical exemptions. You know what I mean? Uh And um, one law over there and one law here. But it seems as though our Bill of Rights has no teeth in this country. It doesn't truly represent people. Well, and that's, that's why the Whakaputanga people, they want common law, acknowledging the sovereignty of the chieftainship. 
that's which common, focuses on the rights of people. Advocacy promotes waiduatanga. Yeah, that's a common theme. Yep. But it's debatable as to whether the Crown recognises whakaputanga truly. Yeah, well, that's exactly what this chap is talking about here uh, because he's talking about um, over here. Another case, the Bremen city case in Germany, Bruno Day. He did not kill anyone. The German prosecution admitted he was not a Nazi. Bruno was no fan of Nazi theology, but he was convicted because he failed to do enough to stop human rights violations going on. So if we're seeing Jacinda and Trudeau and anyone who is a fan of those people, these truckies, truckers and other protesters, even if they do not understand the law, they understand that if they just sit on their hands, going home is wrong. It is morally wrong. It is illegal. The Germans convicted Bruno for precisely that thing. He failed to do enough to stop the human rights violations. So we're saying there's human rights violations. Yeah. We're saying there's one set of rules for the United Nations, another for New Zealand. We don't have a constitution. We've got revolution going on, and we've got people in Hamilton who want to set up their own local council authority because the current council no longer listening to the real people and where they're coming from. Do you think the whakaputanga... So it's sorry, it's prevalent that the Whakaputaga clan are probably down at the Freedom Rights Coalition right now in Wellington. What do you think that they'll be doing right now? Well, they will be pretty well entrenched and determined. They are not going to go until the mandates go. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jacinda's told us that with. 2,000 Omicron cases a day, but what on earth is Omicron? Because if you make an Omicron anagram out of Omicron, you get um, moron, don't you? So, <laughs> I call it Omicron. Yeah, but these are my opinions. Because I look at everyone with that mask <laughs> yeah. on and they're breathing in their own carbon monoxide. Mm -hmm. And really, that's a crime against humanity. And where is the disease? It is asymptomatic. And that's mm -hmm. what I'm asking you. It's you know, when only two people have died with 1,300 cases of COVID and everybody's saying, <coughs> at you, I you've believe, got COVID. That's not right. I believe if you do not believe in coronavirus, yep. you're just as bad as the people who didn't believe in global warming. Right, this is good I'm cop, sorry. bad cop. I am so sorry, but you need to understand that it's proven. I mean, you took a risk and <laughs> I took proven. a risk to get that injection, didn't we? You remember? And Trump. I mean, you with your tachycardia, you did take a risk. Uh -huh. And I know a person, a friend of mine from the church, his name is Peter, I won't tell you his second name, mm -hmm. but he flew planes for 20 years. And all of a sudden, because he had slight heart problems, mm -hmm. he um, couldn't take the injection. So a lot of people, and even younger people, have died, probably 300 have died because of what's in the vaccine and how it's affected their heart, how it's affected you know, well, brain tumours or whatever the case may be. So I don't, I don't think there's been a, the enough publicity of what's really in the vaccine and what the disease really is. Whether coronavirus is real or not, that's not actually for me to decide. People can believe whatever they want to believe. Okay? Yeah. And it's not, it's not a big deal. I mean, I, 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 we constantly get into arguments about whether coronavirus is real or not. 
Yeah, well, we have to for radio because it would be so boring if you and me just said, yes, we go along <laughs> with it. Thank you, Jacinda. Is it, aren't, aren't they wonderful people? I'm sorry, I don't yeah. believe in lying because yeah. I'm a truther and the, my program here uh, with uh, Free it's, FM has always been based on truth. But, you know, We're allowed also, to express our opinions. But also you know? it's where coronavirus came from is the conspiracy I buy into. Now, speaking yeah. of solutions... Uh, this guy, Paul McKenna, becoming confident, resilient and motivated using science, getting into positive habits. Uh, and he talks about a technique, technique of putting your right hand on your heart. Come on, put your right hand on your heart. Uh, your heart Take there, three yeah. deep breaths. <laughs> <sighs> and then imagine the most peaceful spot you could ever go to. Because, uh-huh. you know, people are frightened, catastrophizing. And they need to interrupt the negative practice and yeah. uh, take three deep breaths, breaths, focusing on something positive. And, you know, that sign in the sky we saw, you know, we went shopping the other day and we saw this brilliant light coming out of the sky and it looked like a no, ring sweetie. with an angel. No. And I believe that that ring speaks of being married to Christ, married to a know? higher power and standing up for rights. Do you feel you know, persecuted? Because I, I always get too scared every time we're on air to really speak about uh, my belief system. Yeah, well, you've got to be willing to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. to even be hurt. I mean, you said, you know, you are we going into hyper? It's such an accusatory tone, like, you need to be willing. He's pointing at me. No, guys. no, because if you, if you don't really open up your heart and say what you really feel about COVID, mm-hmm. you're playing a game and it's fake. You're wearing a mask. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what I'm saying to everyone, including Jacinda, take the mask off. Get real. Be honest with us. Tell us what the COVID really is. Tell us what the statistics really are. Don't lie to the people. And it's, it could be a crime against humanity, as yeah. United Nations bill and the right to medical exemptions and all this. And this is what the common law people are actually talking about. And, and Russ is going to be talking at the um, Ham West place. Common law is still the supreme law of the land. The politicians can never get rid of it. The political parties, so-called governments, the courts and the police still operate under admiralty law, which says you are guilty unless proven innocent, not going to pay my share of the fictitious national debt. This is the exact opposite of common law. We can do this by convening common law courts. And what I'm saying is that people who've had a guts full had enough of the contravention of human rights. Mm -hmm. These people are going to rise up and start to attack. And they know this. This is exactly what's going on with all the anti-mandate people. This is why they're protesting. And if the government is not careful, they're going to have total anarchy on their hands because you're going to have two groups of people, one with the rich, with the flash houses and everything else, and other people with nothing. And they're going to be uh, rebelling against the system. And this is what really needs to happen. Um, So, you know, in summarising your talk, stay focused, stay focused. In summarising your talk on human rights, what did you want to say? about? I think that I would like the government to amend our Bill of Rights. Yes, listen, get a real constitution. Listen which, to our Bill Which is not going to happen until we become Republic Air Terra. Understand that the Kiwi people are not always going to be as modest and quiet as they are. And that's what we can see with the Freedom Rights Coalition right now. Yeah, and you need to address 
all the catastrophe of broken families, of abused children. You can't turn a blind eye towards that. And we are heading towards anarchy, I believe, in the next couple of elections because people are going to be rising up and, and demanding um, real dust justice from the uh, current government. And also I saw a film, Black Light, Neam Leesom, FBI agent, federal whistleblower gets murdered, Operation Unity to kill ordinary citizens, Sophia a politi- makes a political stand against the elitists. Yeah, and uh, the attack on common people and democracy, that's what that film, Black Light, was all about, so I can highly recommend it. Yeah, so were you asking the question, was it a waste of time going to Auckland? Definitely not, because I slept in the park, it took me a trip down memory lane. I actually got to meet a couple of the people there who are promoting um, suicide prevention initiatives in Whangarei, and apparently Tuta has actually got his own suicide prevention program. And you were there to represent us with the human rights people, commissioner and everything else, and you handed out a couple of the trophies, so you did a very good job. We were meant to go to the Church of Science. Well, I went there, and I started talking to them, and apparently they're pretty good because they go for alternative ways of dealing with psychiatry, but we're dealing with some difficult people who are not willing to front up to their own issues. It's all about rights and responsibilities, even with advocacy training. We've got a young boy who works with us. Okay, so this is from the fridges for another week. Who is it on the line? A boy who works with us. Who's that? Oh, so a young boy who works with us. We were so excited, but we didn't right. make it to the Church of okay. Scientology. From the fringes for another week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.